cave without it. I'll be there with the hammers of justice. And make no mistake, I will fucking kill you. It's not who I am underneath, but what I do. God, now you want to get nuts? Come on, let's get nuts. Let's dance, bozo. Hello and welcome to Gotham City Limits, your premier podcast for all things Batman. He is Vengeance, he is the Knight, and I'm Em. And that's Autumn. Hi, that's me. That's you. We're here. Talk about, well, actually, any Batman? No, right? Uh, I watched half an episode of Titans before falling asleep on the couch for two hours. Okay, so. yeah, that doesn't count. You have to finish the episode. <laughs> Unless uh, you have actual I feel thoughts. Like uh, Titans doesn't count until I finish season two. So. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> other than that, I got nothing. Well, then let's just get into it, because uh, our dinner's on the other side of this podcast. Uh, Same here. Uh, we are watching If You're So Smart, Why Aren't You Rich? The 40th episode of Batman Even Series it aired November 18th, 1992. Uh, it was written by Dave Weiss, uh, directed by Eric Radomski, animation services by Blue Pencil SI, which I don't know if we've seen them before. Um, would you like it, to briefly tell people what happened in this episode? Oh, the only other one they've did is Day of the Samurai. Interesting. Which okay. we haven't gotten to yet. The, the animation on this one was inconsistent, I would say. Yes. But anyway. Um, so, uh, Clark Gable is a executive at a video game company. He, he uh, fucking hates unions. <laughs> relevant to you. He loves contract labor and he hates unions and, like, workers' rights. And under his employee is Edward Nigma, the creator of um, Mist. But 2D? Yes. I don't know. <laughs> what if what if Mist were roguelike? Yeah, basically. <laughs> Which sounds like the greatest game ever made, honestly. <laughs> um he um fires Edward and two years later, um uh Nigma is going to get his revenge. Uh genuinely cannot remember his name, so I'm gonna continue to refer to him as Clark Gable. Um is pitching Bruce Wayne and Lucius Fox on a new, like, relocating the video game uh, company. This, this character's name is Daniel Mockridge. Ah. <laughs> uh, so Mockridge is uh, pitching uh, Wayne Tech on, um, like, moving the video game company to Gotham, which Wayne, Bruce just wants to do because, like, it's going to bring in a bunch of jobs to Gotham. So... <clears throat> But during the pitch meeting, uh, <laughs> I would like to point out for the record that at the end of this episode, they say it brings in $5.5 .5 million in new jobs, which is nothing. We find nothing. out in this episode, the back computer costs $50 million. <laughs> this is supposed to be like a, a mist or doom, like runaway success. This is like this huge video game, $5 million a year. A tenth of the back computers cost. <laughs> Anyway, um, so during the meeting on this little, like, um, I guess those are for, like, stock markets or something. This, like, mm -hmm. news ticker outside Wayne Tech is uh, 
sending a threatening message to uh, Mockridge, and um, he, like, abruptly leaves the meeting. Back in the Batcave, uh, Batman is trying to solve the crime while Robin is playing the video game. Um, <laughs> yes. In, <laughs> in a really fucking silly sequence of, like... This little roguelike man moving around, and there's Mario sounds happening. Literally, constantly. literally ripped Mario sounds. Yes, like not like oh that sounds like Mario. Like oh they just this is copyright infringement. Yes. <laughs> um, he, Batman solves the riddle um, and figures it must be uh, Nigma um, because he knows a bunch about this company. Um, so he goes to stop Nigma from. Killing Mockridge, and um, the Riddler gets away um, by, like, putting Robin in peril, um, and he decides that he he's going to kill Mockridge, but before he does that, he has to, uh, like, deal with Batman and Robin because they know his identity, um, and obviously the only way to do that is to put them in this uh, lifelike recreation of the video game which I guess he just spent two years building. <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, Batman and Robin have to run through this maze um, as, like, various, like, griffins are shooting fireballs and the Hand of Fate, which is an enemy we saw in the video game, is, like, coming for them. And they eventually Batman and Robin solve a bunch of riddles, and then none of that matters because Batman just hacks the Hand of Fate, gets him to the center of the maze, they save Mockridge. Um... They get away, but then um, the over-the-top silliness is revealed that actually Riddler's plan was just to keep Batman busy for a couple hours while he got the hell out of Gotham. Um, and <clears throat> we get a little epilogue of, you know, they bought the game company. It's bringing in $5 million a year in jobs. Um, <laughs> also, <laughs> Mockridge got a payout of $10 million, which is funny. Um, That's 20% of a back computer. <laughs> uh, but how much does a good night's sleep cost? Because Batman and Robin have been searching for the Riddler for months, but haven't been able to find him. Um, and so we get this little epilogue scene of, like, Mockridge, like putting, like, six deadbolts on his door and, like, sleeping with a shotgun in his bed. And, you know, Batman is like, how much is a good night's sleep worth? Now there's a riddle for you, which is, like, the iconic line of this episode in my mind. It is <laughs> up there with him misquoting Shakespeare at the end of that uh, fault, uh, uh, of that other one. What was it? He misquotes The Fault in Our Stars. Yeah. The, that line. <laughs> Th those are the two iconic like Batman ending lines to me. <laughs> uh, fair enough. Um, yeah, this episode's a hoot. Yes. I like the Riddler in these like two episodes that have him in it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Where he gets I swallowed forgot... by, he's going to be in the movies, so we can't use him anymore. I forgot how much I like, um, because the Arkham games are now because of just like culture like what i hear when i think of the riddler are you don't think I of like... the batman 2022 no no i don't <laughs> <laughs> i think of jim carrey before i think of the batman 2022 you know, me, too. me too that's a, that's also a riddler i don't like that much i like the i like the word puzzle guy would you would you say you can't sanction as tomfoolery no i would not say that <laughs> I would leave that to Tommy Lee Jones, who who's acting in Batman Forever, a movie that I mostly really like. I genuinely cannot sanction because he sucks. 
in that movie. <laughs> I like Tommy Lee Jones a lot. He's just awful in that movie. Yeah, he's re- he just does not give a shit. Say what you will about Jim Carrey. He never doesn't show up. You hire Jim Carrey, <laughs> you're going to get Jim Carrey. Yeah. Especially um, in the 90s. Holy shit. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, But anyway, all that to say that... um. I forgot how much I really like the vocal performance that the Riddler in this show gives. Yeah, he is um, uh, voiced by John Glover, who is just like a character actor. He's in a bunch of TV and movies. He's I've never seen Smallville, but apparently he's Lionel Luther in Smallville and is just like in that show, like the whole fucking time, basically. Huh. Um, Olivia's been watching Smallville and I've been thinking about I've been thinking about it. I, I saw... I saw a handful of episodes like over at friends' houses, but I never really followed that show when it was on. So here's a modern-ish picture of this guy. Maybe you'll recognize him. Oh, he he kind of looks like um, we have Kevin Conroy at home. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> he is he's in Batman and Robin as like the weird mad scientist that throws him with Thurman and like the vat of chemicals or whatever. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, he's just a '90s like TV staple. Um, okay. But uh, anyway, yeah, he does a great job. It's weird because, like, you're introduced to the, the like, Edward Nigma like he's, like, a Jervis Tetch kind of guy, right? He's like, oh, uh-huh. I've been wrong by my boss. Um, in this instance, completely and utterly, like, in the right here. There's nothing. Yes. <laughs> like, Mockridge sucks. He's right to be mad. Um, <laughs> the part where they, they fire the, the, like, named game inventor who's in the corner office and not, like, the 10,000 programmers is very funny. Um Yeah. Uh, but also, the, like, the way in which they talk about contract work is really, like, clearly, like, these are animators talking about animation stuff and not people who've ever worked at a uh, company, like, a tech company or anything. Uh, it's just None of these people know anything about computers. Yeah, it's just very <laughs> dated and funny. Um, but then, like, he's, like, a weird, like, stuffy nerd guy. But when he's the Riddler, he's just kind of cool. He's just, like, yeah. funny. And he's, like, very not... He's, like, very unconcerned about Batman existing and even getting his business. And just is, like... He's got a bunch of death traps and they mostly all work and it's like pretty good. <laughs> yeah. He just spent like two years, like one building all these death traps and two, just like, I'm going to up my charisma like 10,000%. Yeah. I'm just going to like put all my points into that for some reason. <laughs> uh, it do works. You, do you it's think great. he like convinced the Joker to give him that area of the abandoned amusement park to build his big uh, maze in <laughs> real, <laughs> real quick. Um, one, yes. But two, um the the whole what's another word for corn? Maze, maze. which I got there like so much quicker than Robin does. Robin's very... really stupid for a college boy, I gotta say. <laughs> yeah. But then they're like, Maze, oh, it must be the maze in the abandoned amusement park. Bro, what? Which <laughs> means that it wasn't me? built in the last two years, it's just always been a maze there. Maybe. But like uh, is that the only maze in Gotham City? I guess they don't have, like, corn mazes. You have to go out on the outskirts, um, yeah. I guess. Um, I mean, we're from the Midwest. The idea of, like, a corn maze, we're like, yeah, of course, you go outside the city and there's the corn mazes. Everyone's running in, like, the fall, right? Like, obviously. Yeah, um, yeah. we had a corn maze we went to every <laughs> I'm year. I'm not sure how many corn mazes there are in New York State. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> you think? I I could definitely imagine, like, Clark Kent grows up going to a corn maze every year. God. Uh, like, fifth date with Lois is like, hey, it's October. Do you want to go to the corn maze? And Lois is like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> uh, yeah. 
And then he flies her to Smallville and they go through the corn maze and uh, he builds an enormous corn maze that no one's ever beaten <laughs> every year because <laughs> he's Superman. He can do that. Yeah, that is some Superman shit to do. <laughs> yes. Um, I have my little hobbies and I'm just going to build this corn maze. <laughs> well, it's also like the, the clue is like uh, corn as high as the elephant's eye, which is apparently from Oklahoma. And I'm like, what is Batman doing citing musical numbers? Yeah, this is the guy who, like, a couple weeks ago had to have Robin show him It's a Wonderful Life, but he knows Oklahoma? Yeah, He I don't knows know. every line from Oklahoma? Well, the, you see the Broadway killer came through Gotham, not in these episodes, <laughs> but somewhere off screen. And so Batman had to brush up and learn everything there's to know about uh, any, you know, pre-1992 Hollywood musical. <laughs> Batman really into West Side Story. Yeah. God. <laughs> Um, but yeah, a bunch yeah, of, got... oh, oh, go ahead. No, 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 you go, you go. I uh, just like was... all of the, all of the puzzles are like kind of hokey, but like perfect for a, a child watching. Like as a kid, I was like, oh, these are all really cool. Cause I loved brain teasers and puzzles like this. As an adult, I'm with Batman. I'm like, these are not really puzzles. They're mostly just bad puns. Please, please stop with the puns. You're the Riddler, <laughs> not the punster. For the love of God. I was I was a little disappointed because um, Batman is like I got a riddle for you. How do you take the Minotaur <laughs> down with just one blow? And, and I he was doesn't like, have you an answer. Said, <laughs> you should have said single handedly. Oh, that's good. <laughs> that's a good one. I'm not good at I'm not good at puns, but that one just served itself up. Yeah, no, you just uh, you just owned the Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm gonna write a letter to Bruce Tim, be like, hey, there's one line of dialogue that was just kind of clunky. I think you could tighten this up. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh David Rice where this episode's dead, unfortunately, so you can't write to him. Uh damn. Um, uh by the way, I we touched on it earlier. What is up with the animation in this episode where like sometimes like they're animating like lovingly animating every single frame of uh Nigma's face and then sometimes like can't be bothered to draw like half the shit in the frame. I don't understand the animation in this episode at all. I don't know either. It's really weird. There's a and this might be a, the result of watching um this show from 1992 on my big like modern television. Oh. But there's like a the the first scene in particular of like Nigma and Mockridge in the um office is really weird and there's like bits where like um Nigma's like head is not lined up with his neckline and it's like flickering it's so weird it's a weird yeah. fucking episode there is one bit i actually really like uh which is where you first see the riddler you just see his eyes glinting in shadow as they only show oh, like part so of good. him and that part's sick that's so good like all the action is really rubbery and weird. There's a bit where before they go in, the Riddler's like, throw down your tool belts. And so they're walking with their tool belts and Batman looks fine, but the Robin suit is not built to be seen no. without his belt on. You're like, he's just wearing a one piece swimsuit with some tights underneath. <laughs> well, and then I kind of forgot about that whole bit, um, which I guess is only there so that no one asks, why don't they just go over the walls? <laughs> yes. But, um... <laughs> To which Batman goes, I'm going to go over the walls anyway. Don't worry about it. <laughs> um, uh, so I forgot about the utility belts bit. So anytime Robin was in frame, I was like, why the hell does he look wrong? Yeah, he looks fucking weird. Because <laughs> um, like Batman's still got the briefs that really break up his line. But Robin just looks yes. off. 
Yes. I do think this Robin is like, I mean, I've, I've been kind of down on the writing of Robin in the show so far. I think this Robin is good. Like it makes sense. He's like, he's young, but he's not like a total idiot. He's like the wisecracker, but he's not like super corny. Um, mm-hmm. He's just more invested in his video game than listening to Bruce Brood, which, you know what? Same. If I'd lived with this man for 10 years, I'd also be like, ah, he just does this. I'm not going to pay that much attention. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, also, one, apparently no one has beaten this game ever. Yes. um, In the, you know, two or three years it's been out. But two, Robin's like, yeah, I think I'm like halfway through, uh, which I just love Robin lying through his teeth about that, apparently. Yes. He's like, oh, yeah, totally. I'm getting pretty far. Yep. <laughs> um, There's no how long to beat to check. No. <laughs> you think the back commuter's connected to, like, Usenet or something? No, of course not. <laughs> Robin asked about it, and Batman was like, that's a security risk. Absolutely not. <laughs> yeah, he's got to go back to college to log on to, like, uh, like IRC and ask people about the, thing, the game. <laughs> <laughs> Just imagining, like, College Dick Grayson on LimeWire. God. <laughs> Perfectly categorizing all his, like... I don't even know what music he's into. Like, this, oldies? Dick Grayson, Dick Grayson has bought every piece of music he's ever listened to. D- yeah, okay, I fully you know believe yeah. this is true. Tim yes. Drake? Tim Drake, like, owns a VPN company on the side, and no one knows about it. <laughs> But yeah, like Dick Grayson is still in 2022 buying CDs. Yeah, no, absolutely. He's like, oh, the new the album dropped. Okay, I gotta go to iTunes and buy it. Someone tried to show him Bandcamp, and he's like, I don't know. Doesn't seem very trustworthy to me. Is this legit? I don't know. (laughs) Oh, the money goes to a good cause. Okay, okay. Yeah. But then he's just like dropping five hundo because it's all Bruce's money anyway, and he's lost touch. But he thinks it's normal. <laughs> if it was Bruce, he'd like drop like fifty thousand. But it's because it's Dick. He's like, oh, five hundred. It'll be like a lot. But it's not like a crazy. No, it's not like no one thinks that's weird, right? Just spending five hundred dollars. Yeah. Like normal people, what could it cost? Ten dollars. <laughs> uh. He's not even doing it to, like, support indie music. He's just like, well, you know, I have a little extra. I should chip in a little extra. Uh, 500, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah, the part where he remakes the video game in the... in a, an, It was already made in an amusement park where, like, the company doesn't even work. I don't, I don't understand any of it, but it's fun. I love that Batman just, like... Someone, someone on the team knew what a Wallmaster in Zelda was. I was like, fuck that guy specifically. I hate that guy. <laughs> <laughs> and then made a whole episode of Batman about it. And I appreciate that. <laughs> You're so right. <laughs> um, It's just like a very goofy, like the game itself is clearly a very PC game. But like those are Zelda enemies and it's got Mario noises. It just sits in a very weird era yeah. of like pop culture awareness of video games um it, it it's probably like a couple people on staff had kids with nintendos mm-hmm. and a couple people on staff like were into doom uh, doom's not even out yet doom's Wolf not out yet, 3D. Yeah. jesus doom wasn't out when this oh my god <laughs> yeah was missed out when did miss come out uh off the top of my head i think it is not out yet 
I shouldn't Google this, but I'm gonna. Uh, it was '93, so no. Wow, weird. Okay, you know what? That explains some of the weirdness, honestly, because I was thinking like this is just mist, but they didn't know what mist was, so no. <clears throat> I'm surprised um, there's not actually a more adventure game logic in this uh, game they present, but there just isn't. I, I also. The one I felt like the maze one, I was like, oh, that's very obvious. That's a kid's show riddle. The one that I felt proud of myself for was the curved line thing. I was like, oh, well, it's a globe, so it's a curved line. And then Alfred explains that, and Dick's like, no, it's a straight line. What are you talking about, Alfred? You're an idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Dumbest boy. Um, I think that's about it. I really like this episode. It's great fun. Um, yeah, there is a giant minotaur robot that exists to like cut people in half in this amusement park. I don't understand it, but I appreciate it. <laughs> it's a liability. Yeah. It's um, not like it's not like Chuck E. Cheese makes the scary animatronic, right? <laughs> like someone no. built this to be in the center of the maze. Like if, if someone beats the maze, there's going to be a giant minotaur with a real ass sword that it's going to like be able to walk around and try to menace them. And someone signed off on that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like. Nigma is like, well, you know, I made my own modifications to the the Griffins, and I'm like, okay, sure, but he doesn't say that about the Minotaur. No. <laughs> God. Um. Yeah, I think that's just about everything I've got for this episode. Yeah. Um. Next week we will be watching Joker's Wild. Which I this is like my probably my favorite Joker episode of this show. I think this or Joker's favor. Uh, which one is it? Sorry, Joker's Wild. Oh, uh, okay. This is the one where the guy makes a Joker casino while the Joker's in jail, and he does not appreciate this. Oh yeah, I like. I remember thinking this one's a lot of fun. Yeah. So. <clears throat> um. Anyway, uh, where can people find you? Um. People can find me online at uh, or on Twitter at autumnal underscore coffee. You could find all the podcasts by going to exportodd.io. Um, we've got links to the free feeds there. You can go listen to our Nate Stairwell's a movie podcast or um, Hot Singles a music podcast. Um, you can give us a dollar a month, you can get shows early. You give us five dollars a month, you get Pop Town Funk, which is dumb, but I love it. So. Mm-hmm. You can find me on Twitter at EM underscore Bing. You can find all my podcasts at abnormalmapping.com. Uh, if you'd like to support this podcast again, exportaud.io, you get it a week early. We come out most Mondays, and then if you're on the Patreon feed, you get it a week early. Um, if you enjoy this show, tell your friends. Um, you know, send emails, whatever. We're not really reading comics right now, but, you know, at some point we'll circle back around. We always do. It'll um, come back around. Yeah. Um, I'm just reading a lot of manga, uh, you know. If if Batman was a shoujo manga, I would read it. They should do that. They should yeah. do that. Um, I got and, really into racing games this week. That's eating up my comics time. Sorry. Oh, I'm there sorry. you go. Yeah. Um, anyway, mm. that's it for us. So until next time, Batman. Batman.